seem so convinced and it seems too easy to be true. Sure, he says that. <laughs> we often try and overcomplicate stuff too much and business is a game of simplification. Really? Like, this is crazy. Welcome to another episode of the Physical Jack to Financial Stack podcast. If you're an online coach looking to scale your business, and particularly maybe from the Scandinavian region, we've got Yusuf, who's come to join our team recently, who's been crushing it. Basically, 3x this business from 15 to 40k a month. Made some big investments in Dubai recently and generally killing life. Uh, so, thank you very much for your time today, Yusuf. Thank you, Charlie. Um, first thing I'd say for you is a really good question to ask. What would you say is the big limiting belief that's been broken over the last few months? Because I know there's been a few. Yeah, so the one I think about first when you ask that question is that you don't have to work more. You just have to have a better system. So we met each other four months ago and I was doing like 16K and uh, for me in that time if i wanted to do more i was like i have to work more more hours and we just had to do small adjustment to to uh, the program the concept and also like how i'm how i'm I'm getting leads and i'm not working more but i'm getting more of more results for the same time and that for me was like really like this is crazy because i didn't believe you when you were like hey because i told you about my business and you were like hey we you will get there in three to four months and i was like "Ah, sure he says that (laughs) Uh, i and i i I get this a lot where people say um you seem so convinced and it seems too easy to be true but like that's only coming from a position that i've done this myself and still do it myself and like when I see something like your position, like this is a home run, I'm like, you just do these two things and you've done done it, right? And it's, it literally worked. Yeah, and I, I for me, it was like, it can't be just these tweaks. It was a mm. few tweaks that was very easy to do, It, but it gave so much more. So for mm. me, it was more like we have to to like do everything from the yeah. bottom again and build everything it, that will take time i have to rebrand myself and like everything you know and i think um that's one of the biggest mistakes i see most people making including myself is we often try and overcomplicate stuff too much and business is a game of simplification rather than multiplication it's like instead of going like wide and doing 10 different strategies it's just like max out two that work and like even with where you're at at the moment i know you could double your business just keep doing what you're doing right now it's just about doing more volume of it and improving what's being done and like the efficiencies and how good your team are and all that type of stuff and then it compounds and then you can start to layer more stuff in because i think i know this happens to me a lot it's happened to me a lot and still does i get red shiny object syndrome of like i'm doing this one thing it's working really well but then i see this other thing like i could go and do that as well and what happens though is your focus and attention gets pulled. And one of my favorite sayings is a genius um, who's got five businesses or five things he's trying to manage loses to an idiot when he's only got one thing to manage because they're focused, they're so split. I think all the people listening who has a business will came across a situation somewhere where they want to try something else because they are like, hey, I'm very good at this. If I just put this in this business too, it will explode. Or the thing that I have been, 
it feels like I'm in this situation all the time. You know, when you go to friends, you go to family, yeah. and they can see that you're getting better, something is working, and they're like, hey, bro, seriously, though, you should start a restaurant. Yeah. You should start a gym. You should Supplement do this. Yeah, why don't Clothing you? Clothing brand. And th- th- yeah. they put it on you like you're stupid yeah. because why are you not doing this other stuff when you have the potential and the like opportunity? And I think th- that's where you have to be in like no 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 that has been hard for me as well very hard and that's the most difficult thing so imagine you add a zero onto your business the amount of opportunities you get like that that come to you become adds a zero on as well and you've got more money more resources you probably got more time so like i've started to go down all these things i made like wraps we tried to sell that was shit we started looking and doing like supplements we had the labels and the branding stuff done and then you start looking at all these things you're like why, why am I doing this? Why don't I just go sell more of this thing over here that's like way more profitable? We've already got the system for it and it's easy to do. You know, I think also that is some kind of limiting belief from, I can, I can resonate with that. Mm. And also I think the people who are like giving you these ideas, like do this, because this online coaching, per, like you s- they they still see it as a personal trainer. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're a PT, and what, what, what does your mum think in Sweden? Of this, yeah, for th- like when someone asks them, "What do, does your son do?" She's like, I, I, "I don't." He like helps people on the internet. I don't know how it works, but something like so. So my father and mother, they are they think still think I'm helping people in the gym, and for them, it's hard to like how can you make money doing that? Like, how can you scale up a business? And I think sometimes for me, when I think about this other stuff that I can do also, supplement brand, restaurants, open a gym, it's because I don't understand how much you can actually scale an online business. And for me to coming into the the seven figure uh, program, when I saw you and when I saw the other guys, I was like, really like really can you build it that big <laughs> what and that's actually one of my favorite things i said this to someone today is because like encouraging people to share all the wins and stuff like that because people are like there was a guy ben who might have seen the acl yeah, yeah, knee, acl knee rehab specialist right it's a super random super niche thing to do online he sold his first 3k program for 12 months i think when he came to us he was doing like 1500 i think it was his highest and he literally said he saw someone else do it and he was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And I saw Matteo did a 20,000 euro sale. So then another guy, Thomas Willick, was like, well, fuck it, he did it. So I'm going to try and push higher prices. And like, you get confidence because you see other people doing it. And that's why I'm really excited for the event we have next month or this month in Dubai because um, when you sit in a room and you're like, that guy's making like $8,000 a month, that guy's making X yeah. amount, you're like, he's no different than me. Then you re- suddenly realize you can do it as well. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Um, in terms of your own personal development, what would you say, like coming from Sweden and obviously Scandinavia is a slightly different background, do you think there's maybe more unique challenges with that in terms of from like a mindset perspective? Yeah, so I think in Sweden you have a, you have something called, and you can't even translate this word but it's called logom and logom means you're not supposed to be very good and you're not supposed to be very bad 
you have to be in the middle and if you try to be better than that it's something wrong with you what do you think of yourself so in sweden we have this thing that you always have to be lagom and i think it's a very dang dangerous place to be because in sweden most of the people are middle class we are not poor we are not rich we are satisfied and that's lagom uh, and, and that's the dangerous position that's dangerous most people then give up on their coaching business and i'd actually say respectfully to you as well huge credit because where you were previously was satisfied you were earning good money you could sort of do what you want but that's where i see most people tap out because they get lagom or whatever the expression is because yeah. it's like oh i can travel around a bit and this is easy and this is all working so they're like i'm good bro let's say you're making 10 to 20k a month so you have taken the step out of the nine to five you feel good about yourself you feel like hey i have escaped the matrix i am now tw 10 to 20k i'm making more than all of my friends i can do whatever i want you're still not free though because you still have to put in the work to get the like you're not working for that financially independence and there is very dangerous to be for me it's even now i can tell you that my brain is very easily getting pushed back to this log satisfied i told you after the program that we had for three four months that hey charlie i feel good now i'll get back to you later on thanks man for the help and you were like hey no bro <laughs> this is where you need to push and I, for me i needed that because when you come from logom satisfied that is your comfort zone your brain always gets back to that point and to push you away from that that's hard so for me you pushed me actually because i see you as a mentor so i was like you pushed me to do this investment that we talk about that was very big for me but that put me in this dangerous i need to push phase again i feel poor phase i made a big investment here in dubai and uh, i think when you are in that logum you need to you need to push yourself or you will you will get stuck there i think um as chris bumps is saying but like pressure is a privilege like you're lucky to be in the position you are and yeah. like truthfully to yusuf i was whinging a bit earlier about like i'm tired and i've worked too much today and yesterday but like i'm privileged to be in the position i am in and that's because i put myself under pressure and like that expression pressure makes diamonds is true like the harder you push yourself the better you become um and then also like your perception of what difficult what's difficult changes and i think for anyone listening to this who's growing a business the harsh reality i've learned is the bigger your business gets the more problems you have and the more pressure there is but your ability to handle it becomes higher right you just get used to it yeah. so your tolerance is way harder so that's your new normal yeah right. it's just yeah uh, equilibrium is then just higher right yeah so one thing i i need to say is that w one thing that you asked me what is the difference like when you moved and and one different i can different i can really think of is this this thing with let's say i i i went from 16k to 40k my business tripled and and uh, i was like jesus this is this is really nice and then i thought that i had been free from this log on satisfied mode but you're so deeply it programmed it's like it gets like you get to this level and then it comes back then you need to do something else to push you even higher and for me it this is something i try to think about because i am still in this process i can still because i thought when oh when i made this goal i will be free of this problem so when i got to 40k i was like hey i'm free from this problem but i was still in it 
So I need to remind myself all the time that this is my normal. I always need to think about the pushing, the pushing, the pushing. And that's hard because we also talked about something else that, that I hope we yeah, bring we'll, up. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll come on to that in a minute. Yeah. And um, what's really interesting that you just said there, the Largon thing happens to me too, but just at a different level. And that's where everyone listening to this needs to understand that your growth won't surpass your personal development to the point that like I've pretty much, and I've had multiple people, people say to me that I have the skill sets to get to eight figures. You just get in your own way and cause your own problems sometimes because it's almost like a mindset issue, right? And I'll tell you a really cool story for a friend of mine who's also been on the podcast, Alistair Hart. He arranged for me on Friday, he went to go and look at a $5 million Bugatti, Bugatti Chiron. Uh, he made up some bullshit that I had come into loads of money and I was going to buy it. I didn't know this at the point. So we went and had a look at this $5 million Bugatti, uh, put me in it, started it, fucking sick. And then he was like, um, gave me a speech about like, this is who you are, this is where you're fucking going, like you need to get your fucking mind in gear. And I was like, fucking, I was like, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. And you need things like that in your mind sometimes just to click, to feel like, yes, you are worthy and you can do it. Because one of the biggest things that happens to every single person, myself, Yusuf, and you listening to this, is imposter syndrome. You think you're going to fuck up, you think you're not good yeah. enough, you think you're going to go back to fucking Sweden, yeah. the UK, whatever. Bro, that's something I just need to th say something about. So I wrote this down some days ago, but uh, let's say you come from this logum, you're satisfied, that is your normal, okay? Mm -hmm. So you go through life, you, you're just surviving, you're having everything you want. So you have nothing to lose, really. Even if you fuck up, you have nothing to lose. When you push yourself and get to this, say 40k la like me now i have more to lose so when you have more to lose it's scary to get there it's scary to push yourself because you're like imagine i push myself there and then i lose it it will hurt fuck that i will just be here <laughs> and i remember you saying to me if you don't mind me saying that you were overwhelmed because you're a lot going on we yeah. got to 40k a month and i was like okay that's cool that's normal but do you know what's more overwhelming is you go back down to 15k. So it's like, you need to keep going and just fucking like, don't think, just do. And it's almost like, um, like a racehorse, put the blinkers on. It's just, don't look, don't think of any other shit. Just deal with what's in front of you and just like, keep going. You know, well, I will say, I will say, say this to put it in perspective of how, what I mean by log on for the people listening. Guys, <laughs> this is crazy, but I have been stuck at 16-ish for three years. So I started my business online coaching 2020. And the first year I did about 16k a month for year one, year two and year three. That's wild. So I had a very good start, but I was so satisfied. So I just kept like, this is where I'm going to be. And I had to do this to get to four. And that happened in four months. And that um, is what happens, I think, when you put together strategy and implementation. Because, like, the credit was with you with actually doing it. Because it's easy for us to give you the right advice and guidance. But the problem is that it's, like, not enough people take action and actually do the thing, right? But when what I think is important for you as well is that, and it has happened when you action it and you see success, you're like, holy fucking shit, like they were right. This works. Yeah. And then you believe and then you start doing more. And the same as like weight loss clients is like, oh, I don't know if this program's going to work. And suddenly someone loses like two, three kilos in the first week. They're like, holy shit. Um, 
which is why it's important about getting quick progress. Exactly. And w another thing that made it click for me that actually made me move from Sweden to Dubai because it's a very big step for me. I have all my family in Sweden. I, I have lived there for 30 years and I have everything there. It's my comfort. And for me, it was like when when I got this idea, I, my all of my body was like, bro, why don't why can't you just be here live? Get children, get a everything's great man stop pushing but that was that if you have this coffee and let's say the coffee's value is set by the environment so if you have this coffee in a shop it's maybe worth let's say two dollars if you have this coffee let's say in the airport maybe it's worth three dollars in the plane four dollars and i was like if i just take myself and put myself in a different environment maybe something will click and that for me was to be around people who's doing what i want to do like in the program when i saw you and you were like i'm doing this and i was like so we're doing the same job but he's doing 10x more than me how is that possible and when i just saw that it clicked for me that was the most important thing for me to get triggered and be like hey i am losing money and the losing money i like to refer to is ignorance tax yeah and one of my favorite sayings anyone listening to i tell you for every episode is like you don't know what you don't know and as soon as someone says something to you like that's really fucking obvious and like it's almost like you're blind to it at the time because you have called like what's called like cognitive bias so like you almost only see what you want to see and like the answer you want that consciously is probably the easy thing to do is like oh she's gonna do that Whereas reality, like the harder thing that is the obvious choice of what needs to be done that's sitting there in the front of you is like the thing that your brain is almost trying to steer you away from because you know it's probably going to be harder. Yeah, yeah, sure, for sure. So that has been the biggest difference for me moving from Sweden now to Dubai. One thing I'd say in terms of you coming to Dubai, what do you think has changed for you lifestyle-wise in that respect? Uh, so... One thing is that I feel more, I see more opportunities for sure. So like everywhere you go, you see more opportunities. But also I feel like more fortunate to be able to do this, what I, to do what I do, to work from whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want. It's like, it's, it's not many, many people you meet that does that. So I have a client who, who works as a pilot and he's <coughs> making very good money, but he can't move from when, wherever he wants. He wants, he have to be in a, in a diff, uh, like this specific place. So I feel more fortunate. And when you see like in Sweden, you don't, you don't see poor people. You don't see taxi drivers working seven days a week, 12 hours a day. Construction workers. You don't see that in the, like in the 40 degrees. So here you're like, bro, I got this opportunity. I can go from that to that. Seriously, I have no time to lose. Let's go. And I think, uh, I actually said this on a call earlier. Someone was saying to me that um, they don't think there's enough money in the world. And I was like, T to correct you, I was like, I literally behind my computer scene can see Dubai Marina and I've been watching the last 20 minutes Subi Yachts going past. It's like, there's no shortage of resources in the world. It's just resourcefulness to go and get those resources. Yeah. And um, people putting limiting beliefs in what can be done. And I'd say one of the biggest mistakes I see fitness trainers do is get stuck in the trap in particular from the UK, selling low price points or like a race to the bottom and just monthly. And respectfully, that's what I would do if I didn't want to make money. And I think when you 
go against the grain and do something different, you'll make a lot more. Yeah, I have been thinking about that as well. If I can just like, I thought about it on the way here. Like I knew that maybe you're going to ask me what has been the the biggest change and the biggest change. Uh, also, one of the biggest change for me has been that going from selling something very low ticket to a higher ticket. Now, I even want to go further, but some people will resonate with this. Yeah. But I am this kind of person. I am a giver. I, I love to get, uh, get my clients to get the most valuable product. Like I, I am obsessed with that. I don't know why, but my personality is like that. If I do something, I want to go as hard as I can. I'm just extreme like that in my personality. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. But I am like that. So when I create a product or something, I want to give as much value as possible. Then if I do a low ticket, everybody knows if you do a low ticket and your personality type is like that you will burn out you will you will be in a position where you give more than you get back and that has happened for me the last three years since i started my business I will, and a low ticket for you guys who don't know was like and you correct me if i'm wrong but like ten dollars to 200 to 250 dollars yeah. a month and I went from that to now doing only 1K, between 1 and 3K programs. And for me, and, and I know I need to get f like higher because I give so much value to my clients. And some, if clients are listening, some people will be like, hey, but why, why is not only, why don't you want to charge more? Is it about money? No, but what has helped me with more money is I can have a stronger team, I can pay them more, I can make them to do a better job. So the products become better because it's a higher paying client. And also, the most crazy thing about this was what the client does. I knew you were gonna say this. Bro, like what like the results the clients are getting, it's like, I, I feel like a genius. <laughs> I'm like, what? And, and when you break this down, it's simple human psychology, and I'll explain it for anyone listening. If you sign up someone who has struggled to lose weight for the last 10 years, you sell them something that's relatively cheap and it's on a monthly payment plan, how committed do you think the person who's been struggling for 10 years with this issue is going to be? Probably not. If someone pays a lot more and they pay up front for a period of time, that's a period of time to like be the permanent solution for their problems. So say someone needs to lose 50 pounds they need 12 months so they sign up for a 12 month program so it's 3,000 euros whatever it is like and they pay that like literally to them psychologically in their head they're like fuck I've drawn a line in the sand I'm stepping over it exactly. I'm fucking doing this with Yusuf for the next 12 months I'm all in and that's what you need and that's anyone who's listening to this is your job as a coach if you're not doing that and you're getting shitty results and you're selling monthly that's part of the reason why do you know how that clicked for me though that was when I myself when you joined this exactly I because i had i went through the same feelings i was like i can't fail now seriously i i i paid i invested the money in myself it needs to work i don't care i don't care if the program sucks it needs to work yeah. <laughs> and that's the important thing is also why if someone's very affluent you also probably need to charge more because if someone's a multimillionaire and it's 997 euros they're probably not that bothered um and i think that's where people also have to understand the value that you can have changing someone's life. If, say, for example, you work with one of the top executives in Sweden, they make 10 million a year, you can add 1% productivity and hap happiness to their life. 
how much more money are they going to make a lot more because of how they feel so then you can actually charge them more and especially when you are this personality type that loves to give as much val value as possible so if you do the coaching business to to like to help people and give them as much value as you want like you can then do a high ticket mm. if you're in the coaching business to make money uh, only to make money and just to create something that like helps them but not helps them do a low ticket so mm. 100 agree one of the things i wanted to go into we were actually talk discussing before this was talking about overwhelm with managing business being burnt out and all that stuff that is the reality that still happens now the reason i'm bringing this up is the fact that um people think this is subject to happen at different levels but it happens at every level the whole way up so like I was saying to Yusuf before this, I pre feel pretty fucked and I've like worked a lot recently. I had a call at 10 p.m. last night. I was up at 6.30 a.m. filming ads on the beach. Like, it's like nonstop. And for anyone listening to that, I'd say that's good. That's normal. And if you don't have phases where you feel like that, you're probably not trying hard enough. Yeah. So I, we, we need to talk about this because I actually wanted to ask you some question about this as well. So as, as I said, I looked to you as a mentor and I was like, I, I'm in that uh, place right now where where I can't really connect to my creativity. I don't know what it is, but it it's something that I know what I need to do, but it's hard to get that creativity. And I'm I'm only doing organic right now, so you need to be creative then to get in the leads all the time. That's something I want to change in the future, though, because I don't think it's sustainable. But I wanted to ask you that when I'm in this phase where i feel like this and it happens like three times two times a year it happens and and i feel like embarrassed it feels like i'm like a bit of pussy yeah, yeah like what are you doing bro you have this opportunity you have this this you have this mentor he's not like he's just going what are you what are you doing and I feel exactly the same. And the norm, the, the reality of this, I actually messaged uh, Frank DeBlanc who did training there. It's like, D do you ever just feel really fucked? Like you've worked too much? Like literally, I think that's literally what I sent him. And he said like, yeah, what you need to do is X, Y, Z. And um, I'd realized suddenly it clicked. So what I normally tend to do, I try and, I inherently have a really weird situation where I love routine and like the same repeatable thing over and over again, but I inherently get really bored. So I need to like move around and change. So it doesn't really go very well. So every six to eight weeks, I plan on just trying to travel and go and do something just to change my perspective and clear my head. So um, I'd say for anyone, like the most important thing you do is like auto-regulate as if it was like training volume. It's like if you feel like proper fucked and you've been working really hard for the last four or five weeks, if you want to take four or five days of only working two hours a day on like the basics, then go and do it. And that's basically my plan to manage that. And normally what I can do is almost like, say if it was like work fatigue is in like a, a, a power bar, right? Let's say I take it all the way up to 99, so I'm like super burnt out. If I normally can go to the beach for like half a day on a Saturday or something, like that normally brings me back down to like 90. And then by the weekend after, I'm back up to like 99 again. Yeah. So I can almost keep myself at that point. But after a certain period of time, I need like a longer gap. Um, and I would say the best thing I have done in the past which broke one of the biggest limiting beliefs in my life and is my goal for you and for everyone we work with. So you don't have the golden handcuffs. You actually have a business you can walk away from and it works without you. I went to the Maldives last summer for four days, didn't take my phone. 
didn't fucking talk to anyone. No one could message me. No one could contact me. I was like, it's like I died and disappeared. And at the first like day, I was like fucking like paranoid. Like, guess it's like not my phone. I've got any of this. And the day afterwards, I was like the best I've ever felt. Like head felt clear. Just felt amazing. And like I, I remember distinctly being in the airport in the Maldives, like opening my laptop. Like what the fuck? Like you know, like what the fuck is going to happen? And nothing. We'd continued to make sales. Everything continued without me. I was like, I've officially replaced myself. And I was like, that's pretty sick. And I did the same thing in February this year. And I think I read five books in like four days. And like my mind just like blew up with like ideas and creativity. And that's why I'd say for anyone like having times away from like external communication is really important, even if it's just a day or two. And you can still get everything done you need to by getting someone else to post your content, like stories, Instagram, whatever. And even if you said to your clients, you coach yourself that the next two days I'm, I'm out of contact for whatever reason, then it's not going to be an issue. All right. So when you say that, two things come to my mind that still doesn't make sense for me. So I think the one thing I think about the most is, let's say you are having this goal yeah. and you're having a great, you have everything is going great. And then you are feeling the triggers of, Oh, I'm, I'm getting there. Creativity is dying. Everything you feel like you, f- you feel it feels weird to just guilty. be like, yeah, guilty. You yeah. feel like three days off now is the solution. No bros. Three days. You need to push harder now. So I think, um, there's a caveat to the, the Maldives thing is like extreme, right? It's like taking a heroin addict, addict of heroin. But what I'd suggest that you do is like, you're only allowed to work like an hour or two in the morning. That would be a good start. It's even say, for example, you said to you next week, okay, um, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you're only allowed to work for two hours in the morning from seven till nine. After that, you're not allowed to do anything. And then see what happens. Like you then got shit loads of time just to like clear your head and just let like the dust settle, if that makes sense. Because the clearer your head is, the better the mindset you're in the better you can form in the business. And this becomes even more important the bigger the business you have because the bigger the business you have, your mindset and decision-making then cascades down and affects everyone else. So like me keeping myself at like top level high frequency is super important because if not, that's going to throw everyone else off below me, if that makes sense. All right, that makes sense. And I like this idea of like setting a rule for yourself. So let's say for me, I will be like, okay, I I feel this now. I will just work two hours a day for three days in the morning, do what's most important, and that's good. But another thing I want to ask you is how, like, I want some details. How many times, like, okay, say in a year, how many times? I would say someone does that every five, six weeks. How many times do Do you get Um, drained? So I, I would explain this a bit like taking a training deload, right? So... Um, if I was in Dubai and not leaving and not going anywhere, I would probably start trying to do it every five, six weeks. I inherently have times like in the summer where I was traveling around like Vegas, Dallas, Los Angeles, Malibu, all these places. I went fucking mountain biking for like three days where like I had days where I didn't really do any work. Um, so there's going to be phases where you work more and you work less. So I almost try and think about having seasons throughout the year where like, this is like time to grind and times to like enjoy myself more like summer winter yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, so like, okay. Um, i came back from dubai second uh, september and worked for like literally three and a half weeks straight every single day it was too hot to go outside and i could do anything else so i was like fuck it, i'm just gonna work 
Um, I got a lot done and we crushed it in September, but that then has probably also put me in a situation now where like that fatigue is massively accumulated, um, which is why I need a break. So I think breaking up into seasons of the year, I also know coming into December, I'm flying to Denver end of November to go to like a N1 training camp in the gym and then going skiing for like two weeks and then it's Christmas. I'm sort of taking December like holiday mode. So like, like at the moment recording all my content, all my ads, all my podcasts, everything for December so I'm done in advance um which means in periods I probably have to work harder but the periods when I'm like traveling I'm not like stressed that I'm in the US and I need to do podcasts and make content if that makes sense yeah so you would say if we break it down in like numbers you would say like eight times a year yeah I would say eight times a year is a good a good amount yeah um, and two like three days something three to one week three yeah, days yeah. to one week I, I reckon three to five days is three enough. to five days you have to yeah, yeah. take time off yeah all right uh, I don't do that enough though I think I think I would perform at a higher level if I let myself do that and it's something I need to work on and actually okay. the one the, one of the things that's good to say one of the things I'm actually, I'm flying to Istanbul on Friday is to go to a personal development event with John Martini because I know that's my, like, bottleneck is myself and the way I manage myself. So if I can unlock that and get myself to the next level, that will then help me to push you to the next level, everyone else to the next level. And I think one of the biggest things most guys are very arrogant in dealing with is that they they aren't critical enough to look at themselves in the mirror to think, like, what's the real problem here? Because... A lot of the time, it's not the strategy. It's the way we're applying it or our daily routine or us being a bit of a bitch and being like not being consistent with it, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's the hard balance, I think, for me to be that consistent, that pushy, that going, that getting it and taking these breaks. That's why I'm so interested in how you do it because... But that's that short two hours. That's like That's the like the bit that will keep you going, do you know what I mean? Because that's like, if you talk about, um, anyone say the Pareto principle, which is uh, 80% of the results you get in life from 20% of the work. Yeah. All we do in those days is the 20%. So like for you, be posting on Instagram, posting content, booking sales, whatever it might be. Okay, so what what is, tell me. What's I the want, 20% for me, you can say? Yeah, well, like okay. what, okay, first of all, what is the triggers? What When do you feel? Is it your girlfriend or some friend that tells you that, hey, bro, you're you're different? Or is it, what what is the triggers for um, you? For me, it's I don't want to work. Yeah. Or like, normally I wake up and I'm like, I get to work, I'm excited. If I'm like, I can't be asked to get up, that's, the sign for me like no excitement yeah, like, yeah i'm like here we go again like that, okay. then that for me is like yeah you need to take some time out um probably a lack of stimulus of like creativity and if i just feel like i'm not enjoying it it's the same thing if i had a fitness client who's not enjoying their training i'd say to him like go and take four days off like don't be a fucking retard and go and drink and eat like a spastic but like go take four days of training just eat more food maybe just chill out a bit and then come back because inherently psychologically if someone if you can't do something what do you want you want to do it more right so i'm like that if i if i can't work i'm like oh, fuck it. i want to go i want to go play with my business like my big red shiny toy i want to go and like do something bro i think this is so relevant for so many people what when i think especially for me so let's say you said excitement that it's something you don't have anymore and also you don't have uh, you have less creativity yeah the spark's gone right yeah and I th I think for me the worst worst part that I need to fix is that I stayed there 
and I just try to push it with that low creativity. So I burn out even more. So you'd be better off doing the two hours a day for like three, four days, coming back and even just change your environment, I think is a big thing. So like for me, for example, my apartment in Dubai is sick, but like it seems like an office because all I do is work yeah. here. So like I need to go somewhere else for three, four days, like stay in a hotel or do something just to change the environment so I don't feel like, because I, I know if I'm at home, I'll end up on my computer. Like Yeah. Yeah. So let's say now you're you're on these th- three days. Yeah. You have ca- ca- came to c- yeah, conclusion yeah. that I need to take this day off. Okay. You have taken you have, your team knows everything is good. Okay. You go away. Yeah. Uh, what do I do? Do you feel guilty day one, day uh, two? For the first like couple of hours, yes. And then wh- when I what tends to happen, I wake up on day two. I'm like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. Like the world continues. Yeah. Like you wake up, it's like sun still in the sky like the world's not ended right and then it's like the monkey's off my back and then it's almost at that point where like i don't want to go back like talking about this i want to go to the maldives now but like it's uh yeah that's very much the way i find it's like the initial phase feels bad and guilty and and you feel it sounds really strange thing to say you feel like a drug addict like with withdrawal symptoms Mm. because it's sort of like that because business is like dopamine right exactly and and you feel important because of shit going on but as soon as you come out the next day i'm like I feel super chilled. I don't care. And then let okay. Next day you don't care. You, you go and do your thing. You maybe take it easy. Let's say you watch a movie. Let's say you read a book. Let's say you see someone getting a record month. Do you get triggered? Uh, so the important thing with that is trying to stay off social media. So block. So like, like I, I, I try and stuff WhatsApp, Instagram, okay. all that shit. Because what would happen? I'll see something, and it'll trigger me straight yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media is the worst. That the one thing I'd say that is okay is books because you can consciously control what's put in front of you but if you open your phone the social media feed i can't control what turns up so what is the longest you have gone how many days i think four or five with no phone i think that was in february and day six you felt like i want to get back to Uh, work actually ironically i couldn't be asked i I would i would happily have taken more time off and I this think is good. And yeah. I think I think my challenge probably next year is to try and do two weeks of like you guys are in charge. I'm like, just pretend I've been hit by a bus. It's almost like a business test, right? Um and some good things can come from it, some bad things, but like what's the worst thing that can happen? He says on camera. Um <laughs> But the reality is I think that that's actually a good strength test for your business to see like, okay, how well does this run without me now? And if you can get a business to the point where it's running without you, that's when you've really got the machine working well. Um, and then it's also serving you in your life. And one of the things I've thought about a lot is actually enjoy, not I don't enjoy life, but enjoying life more. Because like, here's, here's a really fucked up scenario, right? I thought about this the other day. I got, a, I got an advert, this is good targeting on Facebook, for a super yacht. And I was like, that'd be fucking sick. I was like, when I'm making this amount of money, I could like hire a super yacht in the summer for a week. And I suddenly thought, like, I already make that amount of money. Why, why have I just not done this? And you're only like, your brain is just like fucking mangled sometimes, like these limiting beliefs you set in yourself. Mm. And I think that I caught myself, I was like, that's so weird in terms of the way you think sometimes. Exactly, because that connects with what I was saying before, that sometimes you have broken some li- limiting beliefs, so you think you're free of them, but mm. you still have them. So you need to challenge this all the time. And you like, I think this conversation shows like me on 40K and you 
I don't know how much you are doing right now. Four hundred, like four hundred, and yeah. and you still have some. You ha- you need to think about the limiting beliefs sometimes as well to challenge them, right? Oh, hundred percent. And it's when I see someone else doing fucking crazy shit, I'm like, that's why. Uh, here's an interesting perspective. Uh, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's basically like, remember when you'd be happy with when you're doing what you're doing right now. So it's like, if you said to yourself like you're making forty thousand euros a month and you live in Dubai, you'd be like. That's fucking insane. Six years ago, I was an estate agent who made £70,000 a year before tax. That's like £35,000. Uh, we've done that a day. How many before. years ago? Five, six. Five, six years ago. So it's not that long ago. No. And then the context of that is fucking crazy. And I think um, that's sometimes where one of the most important things, and like I say to a lot of people, is like, oh, I've had a shit month. Like, it's not going well. I was like, well, Look at your year-to-day stats. Look at your last quarter. Yeah, so zoom out. Zoom out the horizon. You're like, fuck. Like the bigger picture, I've done pretty well. And like I like crypto a lot, which is doing well. Which is better now. Um, but if you look out, if you zoom out on the charts, you're like, well, the long-term trajectory is still up. Yeah, it's been a bit of a fucking dip, but like long-term, it's still going up, right? Yeah, yeah. This is very valuable for me because, as I said, I'm in this position now where. I pushed uh, July, I pushed August, like I really pushed, pushed. And you know when it's so much new stuff, you're learning so much yeah. new stuff and you're also seeing the opportunities, you get we- very, very pumped and you're like, I just need to keep on pushing. It's no breaks now. But I can't get away from this feeling right now where I feel, I did. I don't feel as excited as I did and I have less creativity. So sometimes I think you trick yourself to th- believe or think that, maybe this is not for me like this is not my but, answer but it is but it is but, but that's what i said to you earlier is that then you feel like that now but imagine your business goes back down to 15k a month you're like what the fuck then yeah. you'd like your world implodes and that's where the most important thing is understanding how you feel but then also understanding that this is the goal of where i want to go and i say one of the best things that i find personally helps me the most is numbers so I literally track my net worth, all the investments I have, how much cash I have all the time. So like if I'm like, you fucked it, the last two days has been shit. Like I literally, I go through all my bank accounts, everything I own, I'll be like, well, you're doing pretty well. So it's like, you should probably just chill the fuck when out. When you say all the time, give me a like. Uh, I was going through a phase where I do it every day. I probably do it three, four times a week. So I go through all my bank accounts, like crypto accounts, everything. And I'll be like, okay, that's mm. like what I'm worth. And I'm like, okay, cool. That gives me a reassurance in terms of like, Okay, say every single business you had, all three businesses you had shut down overnight, you've still got all these assets and all this other shit. Like you could sell an apartment and then you're like, you're good. Like you haven't really got a problem if that makes sense. That aligns you to the task, like to the goal. It gives you more reassurance because you've got um, more of a backup. And then if you haven't got a backup, this is a really good tip that I do a lot as well. Um, Because a lot of people stress as a financial is doing monthly projections. So I project where I think we're going to finish in terms of financials and I project what our estimated profit's going to be. So the way I would do that is uh, take how much money you've made month to date, divide it by how many days that is, that would give you like your daily average. I would then times that by how many days are on the month, so like October's 31. That would give you projection of where your income should be if you carry on in the current trajectory. Um, and then I would just take off what your estimated expenses are normally, give you a rough idea of profit and they're like, okay, cool that's how much I've got coming in and then you can work out okay there's 10 days left of the month until I have to pay everyone or pay whatever bill it is you're like okay I've got another 50 grand coming in or 20,000 euros whatever it might be 
Yeah. So this is like, this it's very valuable to hear this from you. I think, especially for me, to be like, it's not that different. Y- like this is how you feel. This is what you go through. You ha- sometimes you need to check it every day, and I can relate to that. And it just I don't know, but it just feels like all right. This is the game. Like this is and how it is. The easiest part of the game is when you have someone else to ask, because the problem of business, and particularly when you run your own business, and also it's online, it's fucking lonely, and yeah. um, almost worse at the beginning because you don't have team members to ask stuff, and like you can't ask your parents; they're not going to understand. You can't ask anyone else who's got a normal job, and that's where, in my opinion, masterminds, mentorships, and being parts of other things like you can see what other people are doing and you can share common issues because like whatever problem you have I'm going to have or whatever problem anyone else has we all have the same issues maybe at just different magnitudes but it's just learning the best way to deal with those problems if that makes sense that makes sense yeah and also I can say that when you do the masterminds it's new for me so mm. I'm coming from this like this comes from someone who just tra- started to do this but it feels like you prove to yourself that you actually take this serious you're like sometimes when you have this limiting beliefs or doubt yourself or or be like bro is this really for me maybe i need to do something else i don't know yeah i feel tired i feel this this maybe this is not for me then you're like but no i invested this i took this step why did i do these things if this wasn't for me this is my this is what what i am feeling right now it's just a phase i will get out of it and that's the th- good thing about this phase for me where i have less creativity and and less excitement i have been here before so i know i just need to write it out and that's what comes with experience in business and the longer you do this the easier it gets but the most important and i'd say the last final thing i'd say for most people it's really helpful is literally writing shit down. Like I was really stressed yesterday for like, not no reason, but like, you know, you got loads of like annoying problems, like bank problems and crap like that. So I was like, I literally wrote down, I was like, why am I stressed? Question mark. Like wrote down the four things. I was like, are any of these things going to matter in probably like three weeks time? Probably not. It's more like things irritating. I was like, well, you just probably need to chill out. And I think um, just understanding you're constantly going to have problems is just the way it is. And uh, it's how you react to these things. That's an important thing. Yeah, makes sense. What would you say is the biggest challenge you face right now? Uh, The biggest challenge for me right now is, we talked about it earlier, but is to keep on uh, pushing myself to this high ticket sales because I can see myself sometimes slipping back an easy sell yeah like you have someone you're you're talking to a lead and and you you know what this person needs and you want to get them on so you're like you just want it to work so you push back your principles instead of being like hey you need to invest in this so that's the biggest challenge for me because this still this is still new for me so i still need to push for the higher ticket and I said this on the training call the other day, like the number one thing that makes the most difference when it comes to sales, sales ability is um, sales skill times certainty. So the more certain you are in your belief in terms of like how good you are, how good your program is, how convicted you are, like the easier it's going to be to close people and the more difference that's going to make. So that's where I'd keep pushing on those people in terms of as far as you can and literally like you want them to have so much belief that they're like, holy fucking shit, there's no way that I can't do this. 
exactly and the crazy thing is i don't know if it's like what if some energy in the universe or what it is but but i did what you told me when we talked last time i i switched from taking the calls through the phone to zoom calls and then after one week i had a lead who i was like okay let's now try this and i did my first 3k sale that's fucking sick and here's a statistic that if you do calls on Zoom versus like WhatsApp or a normal call, you should get a 33% higher sell rate. Yeah. I, I just had that in my, like, I just had your voice and be like <laughs> 30% more, 30% yeah, yeah, yeah. more. I was like, this will go, I, I will make this happen. And that's where these small things, like that now over a period of time will make you fucking hundreds of thousands of euros and that you don't know what you don't know, like just compounds upwards, right? And for anyone listening, the reason why that works so well is that like, like on camera now, if you're watching a video version of this, your tonality and your body language and the way you carry yourself really comes across. And the two things I'd say that's really important with that when you're taking sales calls, one is I try and dress smarter. So I always try and wear like a polo shirt or a college shirt. Two is don't have loads of shit in your background. So yeah. like ideally I'll try and make a professional background on Zoom that's got your branding and stuff. So as soon as they come on the call, like holy shit, this guy's professional. Because the more professional you come across, the more you can charge. Exactly. And the connection is like you connect in mm. another way completely different to wrap things up Yusuf where would be the best place for anyone to find out about you so uh, you can visit my Instagram Yusuf uh, dot alpha uh, I'm only doing it in Swedish actually this is something I also want to talk about more in the future I, I might want to change to English but then maybe you have to rebrand and everything yeah. so I don't know if it's the right move right now but Yusuf alpha at uh, Instagram right now awesome thank you very much for the conversation today Anyone who listens to the podcast, I know you're taking some inspiration for this. You should check out Yusuf Content. He'll be the number one trainer in Sweden very soon. If you enjoyed the podcast, make sure you smash the like button, subscribe. And if you want help scaling your online fitness business, hit the link below the podcast to book in a free call to find out how we can help you.